Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Gord head. I'm ready to gourd ahead. Hello, everybody. This is the Board Game Snobs coming at you from our quarantine station. Uh, Gobby at his home and hey. me at mine. Uh, this is a podcast about board games, but in particular, here lately, we've just been rambling because it's hard to play board games when you can't be around other people. True. So, true. Yeah. Unless, I mean, like, everybody's talking about virtual. Uh, everybody's doing the Tabletopia, Tabletop Simulator, Board Game Arena, yada, yada, yada. I tried that Tabletopia. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I messed up and going for anachrony first <laughs> with all its little mm-hmm. bits. And of course, uh, I didn't know that. I guess apparently once you pick the players, it will set your board up for you. But I thought I, I think I was doing a solo or something. And I was like trying to gather my pieces together. You know, you're starting stuff. It was so tedious. I was like, no, can't do it. Well, you would know. Uh, well, you know, I'm kind of a Luddite. And so you would be very, very proud I know of everyone me. else knows what that means, but explain for the, you know, the layman. Oh, oh. <laughs> a Luddite is somebody who doesn't like new things that don't like technology. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, that that's the term. That's but a new word actually, to me, and I don't like it. Well, Luddites were originally a, they were a um, an organization back in the, they're English textile workers. Mm-hmm. They, they were English textile workers that were mad and they thought machinery, they were going to be replaced by machines. And so, and they were, they, and they were, <laughs> and my and, fears uh, have come true. Yeah. My yeah. My fears they, have uh, come true. Yeah. The bloody machines. Yeah. It was, it was, it was screwing stuff up, screwing stuff up. Uh, and so they hated it. And so Luddites are just a term. For people who don't like technology. So, anyways, you know, I'm I'd like technology. We're using uh, it right now, actually. Uh, yes. Um, I actually played my first uh game, my first electronic game with another live person using uh Zoom, and they had it hooked up to their computer, and I could take control of their computer screen and move my pieces around. Who who are you playing with? Uh Seth. Seth, Seth really, did it. Really? And he set it up and we played chess. Oh. He did not realize that I he he mentioned today that he, he played chess with somebody in uh Connecticut and talking about how great he was at chess. And I said, I play chess. I haven't played in a long time. And so I had to I, I you know, I have this thing that if I talk real big, like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm awesome at this. I'm probably mediocre. Oh, yeah. If I sound humble about it. I'm probably really good. Hmm, reverse and, psychology. Yes, I am. I am a. I am a, an above average chess player. Let's just put it that. <laughs> oh, so that means you're mediocre. Mm-mm, no, oh. when I talk to you about it, <laughs> not downplay it. I, I don't say, know I what. Okay. Chess in, are you getting? Are you have, double reverse psychology me right now? Right. Yeah, I haven't played chess in years. What okay. are these horses called? I'm going to attack you with my tower. <laughs> my all the pope. The Pope is after you. Yeah, that type of thing. I, I play it up, and then I devastate you. What can I do with the stack of bricks on the far right side? Yes, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. That's Anyway, so I played my first... Uh, so wait, on Zoom, so you both had chess boards or what? Uh, it was on his computer. Somehow he had 
he set it up to where we were utilizing Zoom, and I could also take a control of his computer screen. Weird. That's called hacking. It was just a button. I, I, I don't hear, think I hacked him. And I hear there's a lot I'm of that a, in Zoom these days. I don't know. Maybe I'm a Zoom hacker. You are. Look at you. That's what. That's what it is. I'm. I'm. I'm up there. But you've tried the Tabletopia and stuff before, haven't you? It drove me insane. Yeah, I can't I, handle I can't. that. I cannot handle that. Not good. Is my audio com- coming through okay? Did you have to use my recording last time? Uh, it sounded perfectly fine on my end, except okay. for well, like every now, like I think there was like three spots where you went, you went digital. It was like, but so I'm going, and it like did like that, you know, digital noise. But I, I did use your audio, yes. Okay, well, I started recording just now, so there no, you go. It's, you've so. sounded perfectly fine. Okay, great. Uh, so, anyways, that's my uh, that's what I've been doing, and plus, uh, learning Greenland and Pax Transhumanity, and the good people at WizKids, in their sick sense of humor, sent me Flotilla, oh. and Flotilla is a three to five player game. Uh-huh. It looks very complicated, mm-hmm. and I'm aching to play it. They decided to float you a copy of Flotilla? They did. I've actually emailed them when the game first came out and begged for a copy. And then they like, I guess they probably heard our review of Star Trek Flick Conflict. Mm-hmm. They're like, we'll show them. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, these guys suck. We're not sending them so, nothing. So how, are you sure it's Flotilla and not like Tortilla and tor- Flotilla? <laughs> Flotilla. That would be a good name for a Mexican restaurant. A Mexican restaurant that's out on the water that serves nothing but tortillas. Flotilla. Flotilla. I'll take my flotilla uh, extra large with beans in it. I like uh, I like uh, tortillas. Do you like corn or do you like wheat? Uh, neither. I like flour. White. White as snow flour. White. Give me white. all them carbs. That's what I meant. White. Give me that wheat. enriched flour. Yes. Flour. Yes. I like I like the flour. I'm not so much on corn, but I think corn's more traditional. If I'm not mistaken, corn is K O R N. Yeah, corn, not K. The rock man? Oh, backwards, backwards R N. No, I don't like corn, and I've never liked corn. And I know, realize corn is like the basis of enchiladas, right? Yeah. But uh, I don't like. Well, I I will eat an enchilada. Don't get me wrong, I'll eat it and I'll enjoy it. A chicken enchilada, a chicky chicky inch inch. Is that what they call them? I don't. That's not what they're called. I just know that if you have a gluten intolerance, you'll be down with the sickness if you eat one. <laughs> oh, somebody's home. Hang on a second. Who's knocking at your door? Don't they know there's a quarantine? Jerry, checking the front door. Don't answer it. Oh, he opened the door to a stranger, rang on his doorbell. Oh, that's dangerous in these times. Don't do it, Jerry. I'm very nervous. I'm glad we're separated now. You'll be bringing it to me over the digital airwaves. Everybody listen. What are they talking about? That's his. That's his weed dealer. J.K. Jerry doesn't do weed that I know of. If he did, he'd be a lot more chill. Uh, Sorry about that. Hey, yeah. Okay, so let's go. Uh, Where was I? Wheat or corn? (laughs) Oh, where we were. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. I was making a joke about being down with the sickness, which now I realize that's disturbing. That's disturbed who did that, Uh-oh. not corn. 
And so oh, that joke yeah. was, just cut all this. This was a bad joke. Let's go on to something else. <laughs> oh, since when have we cut bad jokes before? Mm. I'll remind you, you cut out my widely inappropriate flat earther joke. <laughs> well, I try to keep our listeners with us and not, uh, you know, stumble and ob- objecting to our uh, style of humor sometimes. How- how many flat earthers do you think listen to our podcast? <laughs> hey, we don't know. And if you want to believe in a flat earth, that's up to you. No, it's not. <laughs> listen, if you believe in a flat earth, I need you to send me an email at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com hey. and show me, just give me, uh, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Give me a line of evidence that I can investigate. That's all I'm saying. I would like, I, I, I like to read and try to understand other people's point of view. I straight up think the earth is round. Convince me otherwise. And I if 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 you convince me, then yeah, I'll 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 be ready. I'll be ready for this flat earth conspiracy. Hit me with it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their basis is. I mean, I kind of thought we solved that, you know. At least when NASA, you know, made it to the moon, of course, you know that they didn't make it. <laughs> See, you're not helping the situation. <laughs> Prove they went, Gobby. I saw that flag waving in the breeze on that video. Explain that. Neil. Why is it so bright down here, but it's so dark in space? Where's the sun? <laughs> it's, it's reflecting. On what? What is the sun thinking about? What does it have to reflect upon? <laughs> Why it's got so many planets to take care of. How and many planets are in our solar system? Ten. That's, don't give me. Don't, don't get me started on that. Get me started on oh, that. Oh, wait. No, wait. In the old thing of nine, is Pluto in that nine? So is it eight now? Well, so it legitly should have been eight. Okay. Because they declared that Pluto could not clear objects out of its path. It was too small. There are a lot of reasons that when they went to say definitions of a planet, they said Pluto doesn't make that Pluto doesn't cut it. So they cut Pluto. So a minute we, for a while we had eight. But then they gave in to peer pressure, which greatly irritates me that people can gripe and then they'll change it. They went back and I believe changed it to say, no, Pluto is a planet. But here's the deal. If Pluto is a planet, there's like three or four other trans-Newtonian objects. uh, uh, Newtonian? I'm sorry. That's what Doc used to go back to the future. No, it's it's a Neptune, trans Neptunian Neptunian. Yeah, yeah, it's basically something that's outside of Neptune's orbit that would meet the criteria to be a planet if Pluto is a planet. So here's the thing. Either we got eight planets or we got twelve. I that, go with twelve. I, I like twelve, but they then you'd have to teach kids about these other objects out there and, and it's just it's not worthwhile. It's not worth getting into, but it makes me mad. Don't get mad over planets that you can't take do nothing about. There's there's more things to get mad about. I know. Which like you usually flat, are. Like flat earthers. <laughs> or corn tortillas. I don't like corn which tortillas. Makes, which I'll makes just you, tell you right now. Which one does irritates you more? Flat earthers or corn tortillas? Or corn the band? It's 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 close because flat earthers are corn fused. <laughs> and amazed. Oh that's a good one. Do you remember corn? Freak on a leash? Boom Yeah. Boom that was spot on. You remember that? Like you should, you yeah, remember someone's going to take that and, and make a make a mixtape right there. Oh, corn. I liked them for like, oh, about 30 minutes when I was about uh, 20, I never, 18 years old, whenever they came out. I never 
Diver did understand those bands that did the deep voice, dark, deep throat yelling thing. I didn't understand. Well, what's... Yeah, I just never... I, I I don't know. My son is here wanting to play a uh, some sort of card game. What's up, Jack? You can't play a card game. You can play it in solitary. Time to go play no. solitaire. <laughs> He's seven, and my my nope. my, the, my father-in-law tried to teach him solitaire just to keep him distracted, and uh, yeah, it didn't work. You but, need uh, to get him an Xbox and a TV, and your problems would be solved. I don't do that. I'm not going to let my kids do that. Why? And I'm sorry because I was raised that way in front of a television. <laughs> oh, and look how you and turned I'm, out. I know. Think of all the rage issues I have. Oh, that's because I'm literally you watch raging TJ against Hooker the machine. <laughs> oh, um, did you know <laughs> this was like uh, last week sometime? There was a dog found behind the wheel after a high speed chase in Washington State. So, like, they had a dog. What kind of dog was it? A pit bull. A pit bull. Yes, Mister Worldwide. <laughs> So the, they were chasing this car, which is odd. That's got to be like an Inception type <laughs> level confusion for a dog. You chase a dog me, that bro. chases a car, and now a car is chasing them. Yes. Uh, so it was a pit bull. It says a Washington State man led police on a high speed chase on Sunday, although he may not have actually been driving. Officers said they found the suspect's pet pit bull behind the wheel after his 96 buick crashed <laughs> could you imagine the dog just paws on the steering wheel looking at <laughs> you just imagine you just imagine being those cops seeing a car drive by and you're on the radio trying to radio in who's behind the wheel shih tzu watch your language watch your language johnson no sir it's a shih tzu Oh, that's that crazy. would be, it'd have to be a big dog. It'd I hope the like dog, a was a, it was a pit bull. That's what I'm saying. I've said it three times. I know, but I just don't think pit, pit bulls, I don't like, I understand that there's a stigma about pit bulls that people don't like them because they, they're, they have this idea that they're a dangerous breed, which I guess if you raise them to be that way, well, yes, they the are. Thing. I think the last, they're the last thing we need is a more stigma around pit bulls, but now they're out there committing grand theft auto. <laughs> grand larceny. Grand larceny. I guess anything is possible. I knew that was coming. I was bracing for it. I was sitting here thinking there's going to be a pun that's that level of pun about dogs. I was waiting for it. I, mean, I was no, waiting for it. It's either that or he's running from the paparazzi. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Oh, sorry. Nope. Those are a little rough. Imagine, imagine a canine officer releasing his dog to go after the dog <laughs> driving. The dog just to look at each other. He's like, what are you doing, Bill? <laughs> Bill, what are you doing? They're out there. I got on the kibbles, man. And now I gotta, gotta <laughs> I make need, a living. I gotta get, I gotta, gotta make a living. <laughs> I gotta do kibbles. I need some more bits. I bit a guy one night, and next thing I know, the cops are after me. Oh, so okay. Speaking of animals, I made the mistake of going back. You know, and <laughs> due to uh, being stuck at home uh, for eons of time, it feels like you start watching pretty much anything on TV. Well, on Disney Plus, they have the old Doctor, no, not the old one, not the one like from the fifties, but Doctor Doolittle with Eddie Murphy. Did you ever watch those? Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. Terrible. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> literally, I laughed at nothing except the very the first scene, which showing him as a small boy and like he's talking to his dog. And the, he's like, he says, why do you sniff like other dogs' butts? 
And the dog's like, well, I mean, I need to know who they are. You know, that tells you where they've been, who they are. So after he talks to the dog, like his dad's like all con- concerned because his like best friends of this dog. He's like, son, I-, I want you to meet this man here. And so the guy sticks his hand out. And instead of shaking his hand, he goes around to his butt and sniffs it. <laughs> Oh, that's and the that type was, of humor that, we that, like. That was the best gag of the whole show. Uh, that, that's not not saying a lot. <laughs> I uh, we need to do a we need to do a pod snap about this. But I just last night or the night before finished watching Picard. Oh, um, uh, yes. I, I'm on part one of the two part finale. Well, when you get that finale finished, you let me know because I have some distinct thoughts about Picard. Oh boy, yes. Oh, speaking of shows, uh, me and uh, Charday just rewatched Rise of Skywalker, and we're not going to go into it. But I did have, and actually, she said this, and I was like, "Huh." Okay, so the very end. Spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker. If you haven't seen it, tune out for the next uh, tuna out for the next uh, minute. Okay, so you know she dies right at the mm-hmm. end. She falls over, eyes open. He uh, force heals her, and we'll let Max uh, answer this one for us, possibly. But I feel like this is just the way they wrote it. <laughs> no, There's no history for this. It's just the way they wrote it. So she's dead. Eyes open. She's like g- gone blue cold already, right? Okay. Here comes uh, Ben Solo, the newly re- re- uh, reinforced Ben Solo. He picks her up. He's all hurt and stuff. Puts his hand on her belly, brings her back to life. They kiss, he smiles, then he falls over dead. Instantly, instantly, Force ghosts, right? Disappears. Right, right. How come she did not instantly disappear upon her death? This wasn't her time. <laughs> They're like, nah, bro. You got yeah. more things to take care of. And like, that's well, what I told Paige. I was like, you know, I guess what they could say is like, he was complete. He had finished his journey in the Jedi powers that be, whatever that is, the force knew that. So they like, took him. But she's like, she said, why did she die? And like, she stayed there, but then he dies and instantly disappeared. I was like, well, that's I, because the writers needed to be so. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't just go back and forth healing each other. I think <laughs> oh, also oh, oh, is oh, that oh, you oh. have to be a certain level of Jedi to force ghost i don't think she's they just like the most she just killed the most powerful man in the universe how much more but, powerful can you be than uh palpatine i don't know maybe maybe she was still hanging on who knows palpatine plus one there were a lot of uh there were a lot of jedis during like the clone wars that just got died and they didn't ghost so you just have to assume that some ghost and some don't well, that's if you don't if you don't get your force up high enough, then you don't ghost and you're just dead. <laughs> but if you do get your if you get like to like level thirty, like if you get enough XP to get past <laughs> level thirty, then you have the option of force ghosting. You're a paragon plus thirty. You've chosen paragon plus, plus 30. thirty. You get to force ghost. Yeah, you force ghost, and then you can harass your co- coworkers for life I, I, <laughs> for all eternity. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. It was still good, but. Uh, that was a valid question. I was like, hmm, I don't know. Max, write us and let us know. Matt, Max will let us know. I have tr- I have all the trust in the world that he has the answer for this. And I look forward to it. Speaking uh, of were- writing in. Mm-hmm. Lindsay? Yes. Yeah, I was going to read her email. It was on my mind. Okay. It was on my mind. Uh, it is, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Lindsay. 
Uh, hey guys, been enjoying your solo cast during my morning commute. I guess that must mean she's uh, an essential worker because like us, we're having to go to work. Who knew someone could talk about mac and cheese for 10 minutes? Yeah. She can't eat gluten or dairy. So my life is one devoid of such creamy goodness Mm, of all the ways COVID-19 has affected our life. Few are more sad than the separation of Gobby, the host and Jerry, the star. I could think of a few things that might be a little more traumatic, but okay. <laughs> there are people uh, well, in this world with per- no toilet paper. Personally, it's devastating, but I understand. Yeah. You loved hearing Jerry read Eric's email because I love my husband, and I think he's one of the best humans in the world. Aww. His only flaw is that he's very messy and unorganized. That's why I'm writing. He makes all kinds of inserts for our board games, sleeves some of our cards, sets everything up, and puts everything away every time we play. Yet his clothes really find the laundry basket. Usually he can't find his car keys. No idea that beds can be remade or that his hat looks like someone peed on his head. Also, he never tells me what to do except when we play games, and he can't stop telling me what I should do on my turn. I'm just curious... If you've noticed some personality traits in yourselves that appear when you play board games and disappear in real life, it's like a gaming alter ego. Mm. Yes. What have you noticed? I'm much the same way, I must say. <clears throat> My uh, Okay. In life, in real life, this unfortunate reality that we live in, uh, I come home and uh, oftentimes my clothes wind up on the floor. Uh, now, I go through spurts, don't get me wrong, where I like it, it reaches a maximum capacity of dirtiness, and then I'm like, okay, I got to clean my own stuff up. But my wife, uh, she she's quite, uh, Gina is is very thorough. Like, usually she's vacuuming while we try to podcast. That's just how she works. Like, when we start our podcast up, it's like, oh, that's when I should vacuum. <laughs> and I don't know the correlation and why it's there. That's a subtle way of saying your podcast sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was so stupid, but that was good. Um, so yeah, I'm I, okay. So this is part of it, and I I think this is uh, my mother's fault, perhaps, and now my wife's fault. I've been spoiled, Lindsay. Maybe you spoiled <laughs> Eric. Uh, you know, she makes the bed, she picks up my clothes, and I, this I'm spoiled. I think maybe Eric spoiled, but when it comes to my games. I'm like Eric. Now, I do not make inserts. I do not sleeve my cards. But I'm freakish about food, drink, being around my games tables. I'm not too freakish. Like, we drink, obviously, around the games. And you can snack. But you better... Enrique will try to eat Cheetos and then play cards at the same time. You have to use... Who? Huh? Who? Enrique, is he still there? Is he still with us? I haven't seen him in for, like, three weeks. I haven't, I've I've almost forgot about him. I bet his mustache is, like, down to his chin by now. When I see him, he's probably going to look like one of those. He's going to look like Antonio Banderas. ZZ like Top. ZZ Top, that beard down to the floor. Or Gandalf. <laughs> he's upgraded. Gandalf. The white Gandalf G- Gandalf the regular Gandalf. Gandalf the gross. <laughs> Gandalf the gross. Gandalf the sleeveless. <laughs> oh. so, I will say that I, you are w- uptight w- about... about your board games, but I think it's because you value, you place a lot of value on them. Yeah. And my table is like, I love my table. Like I'm, I'm freakish about my table. Cause like it, it was a free gift. I won it. I do have it. And I'm not, 
I mean, you, you, it's hard to enjoy a game if you can't snack and drink around them, right? Like that kind of goes with gaming. But I do put them away. I put each thing, you know, in its spot. Um, but yeah, I'm very finicky when it comes to my games, but not necessarily when it comes to my life. I I have found that I most people probably know this, but I'm very stressed constantly. And the only time that I am not a ball of stress is when I'm playing a board game. And I'm I'm a very competitive person. I'm very competitive when I'm playing a board game. I want to win, but I'm also I, I I'm I I don't care if I lose. If that makes sense. Mm. I'm I'm just and I so it's a weird thing. Whereas in life. I'm always what I need to do. What's I'm 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 keeping track of stuff. In I am, life, I am, you're all about winning. I am about winning, and I'm all about trying to make sure things are done, which makes me even more stressed out. So I'm constantly stressed. But then suddenly, when we're playing a game, I don't. There's no stress conveyed from a board game to me, and I actually relax when doing so. That's kind of a that's kind of a a small point in terms of. I just can't really think of anything else that I'm alternate about. I'm pretty vicious in real life, and I'm pretty vicious in board gaming. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't mind backstabbing rule. somebody. Especially <laughs> if you, oh, what was that rule, Jerry? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I will say that I'm probably more patient in real life teaching because I, I spent several years as an instructor. I, would I hope so. Tolerate. I tolerated stupid questions back then. I don't tolerate them in board gaming. I don't know why. I think it's because you're adding stress to me in an, <laughs> in an environment that I'm not stressed. I'm here to like de-stress, in, bro. Yeah, I'm here. I'm not here for this. I'm I'm here to play something. So that's that's probably that's a good point. And that's true. Like, but, okay, I was thinking about this. Like, uh, as this quarantine goes on, <laughs> I just told this to my wife and Charday last night. I'm like. I realize how much of my life uh, revolves around gaming because, like, that's what I looked forward to on the weekends and time off. It's like getting Jerry will come over, we'll play games. Sundays, I usually went over to Mike and Crystal's, we played games. Like, that's the same for me. That's my de stress. That's how I, when I get off work and I want to relax and take it easy and have fun, board games. I don't have that right now. Right. So, uh, yeah, this, this and I I don't mind soloing. I mean, it's fine, but it's not near as fun as having people to interact with, touch, see, see the expression on your face. Yeah, I, and I will admit that that has been a. I'm still, you know, of course, having to work and go out, but when I come home, my so. downtime has been greatly changed. Like I'm, I'm don't anticipate. I, I'm enjoying my solo board games, obviously, but there is no anticipation at the beginning of the week of, okay, at some point in time this week, Thursday or Friday, me and Gabby are going to get together. We're going to do a podcast and we're going to play this game. And we, me and Gabby have this habit of like Monday, we'll call and we'll talk about something. And that generally primes us for what the podcast is going to be about. But also, we'll, we will have a game that we want to play decided but days in advance. That when we get together, this is probably what we're going to play. Yeah, like when you got Flotilla in or Flotilla, depending on what you want to say, we would have talked about it. We would have gamed it that week. Then we would have podcasted about it. But we can't do that. Yeah, so now it's just staring at me and it's driving me insane. You. But that's it. That's, now, that's just the, that's the trouble. And I, I, 
But daddy, I'm glad you're get... home, daddy. No, yeah, my kids are like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Am I? It, it's very heartbreaking to have your six-year-old, who, who just turned seven now, but did just just come up and start telling you about the dangers of the coronavirus and ad, admonishing me to be careful when I'm leaving the home and asking, why are you leaving? Nobody else is. Mm. Like, it has that understanding of nobody else is leaving the house. Everybody else is supposed to be home. Why are you going out? Yeah. You know, like, why? It's, uh, it's kind of also like I'm on Twitter. Then like lots of people, I guess people with more advanced educations, they're like working from home. Like everybody's, oh, I'm working from home now. I'm like, oh man, that would be nice. But no, I'm uh, delivering rock and dirt. I said this on Twitter. It's like, I'm delivering rock and dirt every day to these uh, millionaire contractors to build these million dollar homes. I'm thinking, uh, sure, sure hope I don't get coronavirus today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As long as you stay in your truck and don't wear your mask, (laughs) we'll be all right. And we hope that our podcast brings you love and joy, or joy, or... Can you feel the love tonight? You ever watch Lion King? Yeah, I watched Lion King. Watched them all. Did you see the play? Yes, twice. Oh, look at you, braggart. Yeah, I, I eat that Broadway stuff up. I'm really sad that they pushed back Milan. Milan was like one of my yeah. favorite favorite disney movies until really? i found out it, yeah it, 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 it threw me off one had eddie murphy in it you were talking about eddie murphy earlier mm-hmm. and uh i love eddie murphy eddie murphy one of the funniest men ever alive and uh i've never seen mulan the cartoon and charday like that's one of her favorites as well because it was uh, like slightly past my time i mean well I, it was one of it's one of those shows it, i watched it because i had a friend who was into orchestra music and soundtracks and all that and when that show come out he said this is like one of the my he just loved it he loved the soundtrack and that was one of the first shows i remember listening to the soundtrack before i watched the movie and there is a there is a there is a song in it where you know you know the story of milan she's a woman she dresses up like a man because the only let man is the the army army to join the army she volunteers as tribute if you will as a tribute and so in the there's a song that her commander sings that's I'll make a man out of you. And it's it's a very catchy tune and I, a montage of her basically getting good and getting better than the men around her during their training and skills. And it's a great, it's a great song. And it's it's one of those shows that when you watch the the cartoon and you watch that, I was really looking forward to seeing the live action. I hated the live action Lion King. Ugh. I have not watched Cats. Dumbo made me want to puke. The, the live action Dumbo, I, I just, it just killed me. So I was really, I had my hopes up for, for Milan because I just think that that's just a, it's a the very interesting story. That I saw it that had seen it before it, you know, it got canceled and everything. They're like all of them are like, yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. It like veers quite a bit from the cartoon, but they, like, they, they made it more like, I guess you'd say, I don't know, culturally appropriate. Mm-hmm. And like stuck with like a possibly real story. I mean, despite the fact that apparently there's like some sorceress in it or something. But so there's no talking dragon voiced by Eddie Murphy <laughs> in it, right? But they do have a sorceress, okay. and they do that. Uh, apparently, it's kind of like got that crouching tiger, hidden dragon stuff in it. Yeah, I remember that. Watch. Did you watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon when it first came I out? I saw it in the theaters with my parents. Did that, did that not like kind of blow you away? I thought it was amazing and awesome, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then like. Was it? Hmm. 
No, it, did, did it come out? It came out after the Matrix, but I know yeah, the it, Matrix was yeah. based upon more that type. Of, that's called something like that style of action has a specific name for those type of uh, movies, and I cannot think of what it is. I just call it Keanu. There's something about it, but anyway, that style like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's like they call it a specific type of movie, but anyway, yeah. I gotta crouch out of here like the Tiger King. All and, right. Uh, Get out of here. Well, enjoy your mullet and your whatever else you got going on over there in Oklahoma. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Yeah.